Hiya guys, hope you're all good. Welcome back to Next Minute Podcast, your favourite podcast of 2021. This is episode 40 something, can't remember. I am Cleo. And I'm Yasmin. And I hope you guys are well. Woo! Wow, when is this going to air? This will be the following Monday. And you would have noticed that the roads are a lot busier. And people are on their way to work, children are on their way to school. What are your thoughts, Cleo? I mean, to send them all back now, I don't know, it just gives me a little bit of anxiety. You know, it's not like they've been all quarantining together. Yeah. So, you know, I just think, is this going to really help the rate of infection? Hopefully not. I mean, I I hear on the news that they're sending kids home with test kits and all that, you know, just to do a couple a week or whatever. I mean, okay, that's fine. But, and also I feel really bad for the smaller kids that are finding it hard to readjust. It seems like some of them were like true homebodies and just wanted to be at home. And I've, I've been like, I was watching this morning and some of these kids are like barling at the get, like don't want to go <laughs> Don't want to go to school. Nothing. Sorry, who is actually filming this? Does the head teacher be like, "Oh, come to my school"? You know, you're gonna see these. No, no, kids. no. So it wasn't like actual footage of the kids crying, but it was more so like parents ringing in saying, "Oh, yeah, like my kid's finding it hard. She was crying," and I just feel so bad because I know a lot of parents are so excited for them to go back, and now you've got to be like peeling a child away from you at the game. Uh, the attachment <laughs> in it. Oh my oh, goodness! But bless them. Did you yeah. used to have that when you were younger? Like, I remember when I was younger, I would not want my mother to leave me in a social setting with other kids. I would literally just yeah. want to be close to me. I don't, like, the anxiety that I wouldn't probably, looking back now, that I wouldn't make any friends, that they won't like me. Yeah. Oh, I just didn't want my mother to leave. And I remember just being tricked one time to what? play in a toy. And then next minute, I turn around, mother gone. I I think I did struggle with that. Like, if it was a new environment with school, whatever, you might have your off days where you're like, I do, I cannot be asked for this shit, mummy. I'm sick. These times you're not, or whatever. But if it was like, a, like, if say, because my mum used to go gym and like, you'd have to go to the creche while she, you know, done her workout, things like that, that would give me anxiety. But that's because I'm not, a, I was never a social child. I'm not a social adult, so that's probably why and if I went to kids parties it'll take me a while to warm up um but I don't remember ever clinging to my mum because my mum was that sort of parent I was like no go on go on just just go go on get on with it (laughs) and I'll be like like I'd have to get on with it but I I feel like I'm clingy but my I don't I I just I remember the fear I think for me the fear was Oh my good! I I know where I understand where it comes from. Sorry, I'm like healing my own mind here, because I've been to so many primary schools. I went okay. to so there wasn't much yeah, routine. Exactly. So every time making a new friend and not knowing how and the smell of I remember being young and the smell of schools used to really just give me anxiety. And to, funny story, I work in a school now, the same secondary school that I used to attend. And I remember my first day going back as an adult, have like feeling that same, smelling that anxiety, that school smell. It's mad. Yeah, school does have a particular smell. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's pencil lead or if it's 
canteen canteens have a particular canteen, smell yeah mm. yeah it's, it's so crazy but listen what a month march has been and it's not we're not even fully we're, almost at the, we're almost at the end to be fair but yeah listen halfway through um, why okay we've got the megan and markle interview that would have Meghan happened and markle. <laughs> <laughs> that was you grand oh my goodness we've got <laughs> megan and markle interview <laughs> that happened last week um yeah. i just and then you let release the kids just i feel like there's just too much happening right yeah. now you know there's one release the kids turn them back to school then the interview then i'm reading in the metro how one parent was sending a head teacher death threats for because she didn't want her child to wear a mask in the school and why is she sending the teacher death threats huh why is she sending the teacher death threats then is it that deep because, well like the government have advised kids wear masks in the classroom but it's not compulsory but I, I assume that one teacher was just like, if everybody else is, you know, have a, has a mask on, why? And then the mum was like, no, how dare you? You're bullying, you're harassing my child. Wait till I... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Parents are moving mad, I'm telling you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it's how you finding it back at work then. Bless your little cotton socks. Do you know what? It's, it's a lot. I feel like as an adult... Well, as adults we're just expected to to just get on with it this is how life is right now just get on with it and i don't feel like the same care that is given to children is given to adults and i don't mean yeah. like oh we're needy or we, we're clingy but just as you know provisions for, for child mental health because of the lockdown and you know there's resources out there to help them reintegrate and they get staggered returns at school like, what are you doing for adults? You know, those people that are, you know, returning back to work or yeah. working in setting. It's just, it's a lot. It's a big contrast. Yeah. A big contrast from working from home to all of a sudden the crescendo of having a lot of students just there. But, you know, I'm happy to get out. It, it gives me something to do. Um, for now but i'm still waiting to win the thunderball so yes every time you say this i'm like oh i, I really ought to be playing that but i just keep i don't i don't ever remember it's not something that i like as soon as i hit 16 or 18 i was doing it do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i think i played the lottery a grand total of once and that was like this year did you win anything no <laughs> Oh my God, did you hear about that? (laughs) So there was this couple, I think they're like reasonably young or whatever. I think they were at uni or something. Anyway, so they have their regular numbers that they play every week. And this, this, yeah, this time around, their numbers came up. They would have been gone, clear. They would have gone clear. But the girl didn't have enough money on her lottery account so it didn't get played <laughs> in that situation what what ha- i can't imagine the despair you'd have to uh, put me in a coma i don't know if i've shared this story on the podcast before but um i had a friend um an older lady she 
you know, was telling me back in the day something, you know, extraordinary happened to her. So she was living her life. <laughs> she's about 60 now, but I would just reel it back to, like, say she's 35 at this time of the story. Um, living her life, you know, in sin. For those of you that don't know, like, she was of the world, quote unquote, um, and she found God. And before she found God, she was like playing the lottery and like, you know, gambling and doing this, that and the other, right? So she found God now and she used to like play her numbers weekly. So obviously entered, you know, Christ, her friends are telling her, no, you shouldn't be playing the lottery. It's bad for you, this, that and the other. So she went to bed that night after she discussed it with her sister group. And she dreamt of numbers, right? She dreamt of six numbers. She woke up out of that dream and she was like, God, is this you? Like, is this, is this actually you? But because of the influence, she was like, no, it's bad. It's probably the enemy, this, that, and the other. When Saturday uh, National Lottery uh, show program aired, all six of her numbers were shown. And she tells me the story with the pain in her heart. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Yeah. Can you imagine? No. Like I said, you'd have to put me in a coma. And then that bit I'd have to forget because I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't rest. I wouldn't rest. You'd have to put me in an induced coma. Oh, so I can just sleep for a couple months. Wouldn't you think, like, is that even chance? Or is that the universe telling you, oh, that was... That could have been for you, but it wasn't meant to be. What the hell? Oh my God, my mind will be blown. No, I think it means... Uh, Put you in a coma. <laughs> this is why you couldn't... You Okay. Okay. I'm just going to insert my opinion here. I just think you can't put God in a box, right? Like... Obedience to God can be relevant in so many areas of your life, including that, I believe. Because, well, who said the lottery's bad? <laughs> like, who said that? Your numbers came up in a dream and you could have been quid. No, no. I think, I think that was the universe. Whatever you want to call it, the universe, God, Elohim. It was one of them <laughs> that was talking to you to play the numbers. It's, it's, it's just so crazy. I don't even know what the Euro Millions is for this week. But one of a conversation I generally have with my friend is, if I was to, to win, say, 90 million, oh. what would I do with that money? 90 million is even too much. But I think I'd, I'd, I'd like to think... I've, I think it's, it's not too much if you know now that your whole lineage is going to be set. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't think it's too much. That's that's for your. That's not just for you. That's for your. Yeah. Generations ahead. Do you know what I mean? Crazy. Would you give um, some to your friends? Absolutely. Absolutely. How can I win all that dough and be like? Oh, I'm mad, you know. Just leave you there, like. <laughs> Absolutely, and I'm not talking about associates. I'm talking about friends who have been in my life and impacted my life. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. How could, how could I leave you lot with nothing? That's so greedy. <laughs> oh my God, that's so greedy. 
it is a bit bad mine. However, but again, I, I want my friends to elevate with me. I'd probably, yeah. I'd like say 20 grand, but then really urge them to invest that money. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't tell people, you can't tell people what to do with a gift that you've given them, but you can do it with all intent that, that hopefully they'll use their head. Like hopefully, you know, you've got friends that are level headed and smart and be like, do you know what? Let me put this into a business or whatever, whatever, so that you can come up with me. Because I think one of the, the, the reasons why money may change certain people is imagine you live in a lifestyle and your friends are always like, oh, I can't come because I'm broke. But then it's more shame on you as a friend. Like, why are your friends not, that, why haven't you shared your wealth? Yeah. If, if you're kind of born into that kind of life where you meet, make a friend, say, in the South, it's Deptford, say. Yeah. Not to, Point Deptford is somewhere that's poor because it's definitely not, it definitely has a mixture. Um, you meet a friend in the city, the other girl's from Deptford, and because of her lifestyle, the girl from the city is able to afford all of these, oh, come to this nice place and da 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 da. And then obviously, the girl from Deptford is like, I actually can't come to that place. Is it the girl from the city's responsibility to make sure her friend is okay? Because that can get tiring, and that's why. Rich but, then I, but then I think with that, like, you know what your friend can and can't afford loosely. So I don't understand why you'd continuously invite your friend to Hutong or Sexy Fish if you know she can't afford it. If you want her to come with you every single time, then that's when you need to start. Okay, I, I, I will sort it out. Don't worry. But then if, 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 if you don't want to do that, then you need to be suggesting what she can afford that's don't you think that's rude what's rude because if the girl from the city that's not what she's used to that's not her lifestyle so the girl from the city would see herself as going down to say have a cheeky nando's and she's like oh i don't really eat this so then why are you inviting your friend who is of a lower class what is this lower class <laughs> <laughs> why would you ask your friend that is of a low class to you or lower income to you to be going to these big, big places all the time. That's rude. That's inconsiderate. I'd be like, bitch, you know I can't afford it. I don't know why you keep asking me. I'm not coming. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you probably feel it more when you're in primary school because we're not really aware or kind of got a rough idea of what you can afford. You know, you've got those families that go on a school trip and the kid has like 20 pounds to spend at the flipping seaside to buy a flipping yeah. rock one. And then your mother that morning is literally scraping together 50 pence. Yeah. <laughs> Those cut, and then they come with all their memorabilia of, you know, the seaside, and then you've just got your little ice cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate to both sides, I'm not going to lie. So there'll be times when my mum could afford to give me, like, a nice, healthy spending money. And there was times where she was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't afford it this time. So yeah, I can see. I could definitely. I felt both sides. Absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, mad. it's absolutely mad. But, but yes, I would, yeah, winning the lottery would be great. I'd like retire. I want to say both my parents, but my dad wouldn't want to stop working, so that doesn't make sense. But I would definitely retire my mum ASAP. 
Like, yeah. Mum, you do not need to work another day. Here's your money. Go and do your... Um, what she want to do? Property development. Go and do your little property developing and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Also, um, just before we wrap up, I wanted to point all our listeners to this 95% uh, lender's mortgage that the bank's offering to lend uh, people. I think all buyers and first-time buyers. Um, yeah, 95% mortgages are back and it's going to take effect on the 5th of April, I believe. Um, a lot of my older colleagues and older people around me have definitely said that I should jump on it because we don't know when the government is going to do it again. So that is a good thing. Hmm. Would you buy where you're living now? Say, for instance, it was on the market. Would you buy that place or would you buy another place? If it was on the market, I'll definitely buy where I am now and move out to somewhere bigger. Because I think this is a nice little... I think I've, this is a nice little place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For just somebody that's just working, in and out, it's pleasant. Do you know what I mean? I'll definitely buy it. And then the style job connected to it as well. Yeah. But then hopefully by the time this is, I've won the tramway path. Flipping home. But so then that means you're going to leave the city then? Do you know what? I'll probably leave it for about six months. Mm. To save six months worth of, you know, rent money. And then rent it out. Rent what out? Your... Rent what out? The house. The house that you would win? Yeah. Oh. So you wouldn't live there? Probably for about six months. Not, not forever. Because in my head, I'm thinking I would save six months worth of rent that I would have been paying for the house that I wore, the flat that I previously have. And then after that, I would have saved enough money to do what I want to do with that money or I can put it to use somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Some people will even sell it if they want it. <laughs> yes. Get the money. Yeah. And having, when you don't have that amount of money having that amount of money is probably so scary. Absolutely. Oh my God, I don't want it, it's going down. Ah! It's only gone down by flipping 10K. See, so, so then that's what, are you talking about the value of the house or just that amount of money, cash? The value of the house and okay. 290,000 plus. Because hmm. you just want, I would definitely get a financial advisor just to advise me as to where I should put my money. Some people just dash it. My, my friend asked there the other day. She was like, yeah, I'll have a 20 grand holiday. And I'm like, why is a 20 grand holiday work? Yeah, I'll pay for all my mates and this, that and the other, which is lovely. But I'm sure we can find a 10 grand one. I would do 20 grand holidays if I won the Thunderball. No, but the Thunderball is only what? 525? Thousand? I don't even think the fundable is that much, you know. Okay, well, the biggest prize, the biggest one. <laughs> yeah. Right, so that's when I would do the, the, the 20,000 holiday, 20,000 pound holiday. Euro millions, that's the big daddy. The that big daddy. Anyways, so... Um, oh, it's 500k, just so you guys know. Mm, that's, yeah, that's not, that's not that much. That's, that's house money. 
yeah, you can buy a, a nice, decent house with that and have two fifty to play with. To do what you could do it up with that money. Well, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't even have to spend that much doing it up. Yeah, that's it. I think that's enough for me. And yeah, that's enough. But you know what? Positive. We're gonna burn some sage after we record. <laughs> Go for it. But yeah, uh, do you think Piers Morgan's behaviour is outrageous? Uh, do you know what? I know you don't give a shite about the Mountbatten's or whatever their name is, but Mountbatten's. <laughs> Mountbatten. But well, has an opinion. He's paid, and yeah. the only thing is, I may I may not agree with everything that he says. But I, I'm scared that we're turning into a society that only think one way. Everybody must agree with everybody or they're going to get cancelled. And that is just super sensitive for me. I mean, I understand that. But then I also think sometimes... Uh, I don't know if it's just my personality traits why I can't take this. But I can't take it when someone's got an opinion. But they use they speak it as fact, but then there's nothing to back it up with. Your like your opinion or your seeming fact doesn't make any sense. Like you you've just literally moulded it out of the shit flying out of your mouth. Like it doesn't even make sense. But he he's he's doing that. He gets the views. I feel like his brand, like you told me one that that's her ZZ Mills brand is to really ZZ Mills gets on my nerves sometimes, and that is her brand. Just she's annoying. Do you know what I mean? That is his brand, and why is he being cancelled for? Don't watch if you don't agree with what he's saying. Don't watch. Like we, we as as people, we are so shocked that the same ITV that keeps Piers Morgan going every day is the same one that um, released the footage or the interview that Meghan uh, Markle and Harry did with Oprah. BBC, um, ITV must have knew that this would cause controversy. Uh, uh, of, of course. And you've got this man that is totally attacking Megan every single chance that he can get. Like the whole ITV should be cancelled. Yeah. People are still tuning in to watch, you know, people cuss off peers. I guarantee you, when he walked off of stage, that was the highest amount of people that watched that program. And that's what they want. Views that's views is money because that was the day after the interview aired, isn't it? Yeah, it's a yeah, so it would have been. And I just feel like people should be entitled to have, yes, he's got influence in what he's saying. Yes, your mouth can be used as a gun to you know and push certain agendas, but this is all just inciting just shit. And I feel like that is contributing to everybody's mind just losing it at the moment because there's just you're just throwing shit in the mix and we're already frustrated that we're locked in and then there's this interview that is going to stir the pot with race people are saying that megan is like oh the conversations at work like you would be shocked it's divided the uk people are shocked that oh oh megan's lying she's like i don't think that she <sighs> who is a bloody rat's ass we know the monarchy is racist and people need to know my views on this. If you don't like black people or the institution, the monarchy, the government, the, the powers that be or run the UK, 
You don't like black people. We know this already. But if that is the case, if you want us to go back home to Africa or wherever we come from, let us tear down our buildings that we made, our slaves, our ancestors made for you. All the parliament, we're going to rip that down. We're going to rip down all the statues. We're going to take all our resources, our coffee that you love, our sugar, our this cotton, and take it back home. But oh well, we can't do that because you flipping raped our lands so much that even if we were to all go back, to, like we would be in deficit anyway. It's so flipping frustrating. Yeah. So everybody needs to shut their mouths, especially some white people that, oh, well, I don't understand what, why Megan stopped chatting about. The racism that she had to put up with is not acceptable whatsoever. However, it does not make it okay. And certain people are just blind to things that actually happen in the world. Yeah, because it, like, it doesn't affect them. It does not affect them. And, and yeah, I really do have a serious issue with people that were you know, people who are not affected by racism arguing with blacks and browns about what racism is and isn't. I have an issue with that. And do you know what? They've turned it into some sort of pantomime where I'm scared to even mention race anymore because it's just such, everybody's so sensitive and, well, that's not what's, black people, we've dealt with this already. We we wear masks to go to work. Do you know what I mean? We we assimilate to your culture. We try and, you know, obviously we, we, I think we spoke about it previously, how our grandparents have a phone voice and they've got the voice that they speak to the family with. We've assimilated, like, what more do you want from us? They, oh, honestly, it's just, as black, and the whole women thing. I just feel like now that we're in lockdown, or hopefully coming out of it, they just put things in the media just to stir the pot a bit, and just to rattle the races. Last year, it was George Floyd and, you know, the police brutality. This year, we got a bit of entertainment from Gorilla Glue Girl. And now the whole Meghan Markle Institute. And then now the Queen's come out with her statement saying, we're going to address the race of, we don't need to, you to address anything. And to be fair, I do feel sorry for the Queen. She's 98 crying out loud. Give the woman a rest. Like, they haven't done nothing to her. <coughs> nah. They, they the, the Markles, Meghan and Markle. <laughs> back the Queen. Yeah? They were backing her. They were like, they haven't done anything to her. However, those uh, three black women that were interviewed by Sky, yeah, were like, I'm a grandmother. We'll sit there and this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, that is their dynamic. I don't know. I just think that you just need. To There's just... a lot of grandmothers that would do that. That would <laughs> sweep their race, not their races, sweep their their pedophile son underneath the carpet. <laughs> And just get on with it, yeah, because they can't be bothered with the stress. <laughs> we just know what it is, and I'm sick and tired of us getting all upset. But it's always been this way, and why do we think that it's going to change? When we are get to hell. <laughs> This is why people, especially black people, just dive into religion and church because it seems like a safer, like, cocoon <laughs> so they can push out all the other shit that goes on in the world. Yeah, I know. 
it's like we think we'll get a break, but it's generational. Like my grandma probably went through when she came, Windrush generation, had discrimination. My mother, growing up in that era where it was kind of all, you know, you've got the mods and rockers and you've got the blacks and then our generation now where you're having police just discriminate against black and brown folk. And then what's going to be the future for our children's children? I think if it does change, it won't be for like, it won't be until like the new millennium, hmm. which is some years away. It's all long. It's all long. Because black people haven't really, I mean, if you think about Windrush, it was a time, it was a while ago, but it wasn't that long ago. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, girl. But yes, I don't know if you want to wrap up now. Let's wrap up now. It's been a long day, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, any parting words, Han? Keep at your grind. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams, guys, honestly. It's all you can do. Before you die. <laughs> and my parting words are... Um, I've just jumped on the CMOS hype, the CMOS gel hype, because, you know. I was sorry to cut you, but I was actually researching it. Because I used to be on the hype already. Mm. I was researching it yesterday night. That's funny. Just yeah. Now. Yeah. So um, I, just, I just bought a couple of jars of some gel and I've started incorporating it in everything. Porridge, yeah. hot drink. I put it in my stir fry the other day. I'll let you guys know how I feel the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, you know, the energy goes up or whatever. It's supposed to be some next, you know, really, really good for you type of shit. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right then, guys. Well, have a lovely week. And we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>